joining me today to tell you that video shyness is not a life sentence is a grief therapist who went from video no way to video heck yeah and that's in her own words this is the confident video presenter where i talk to wonderfully imperfect humans about how they overcame their fear of video my name's Julian Mather, I'm your host and fellow student, and I too was once terrified of being on video. Yes, indeedy I was. And I want you to know that you're not alone, that struggling to show up on video is completely normal, and that there is a simple path that you can follow to be the confident video presenter that you've always wanted to be. And if that's you, and you can't wait, well, you can go right now to the Confident Video Presenter Academy. This self-guided online course will show you step-by-step -step how to turn camera shyness into feeling fearless on video so you can win more trust, authority, clients and jobs without the worry of looking like an amateur, struggling with the tech or forgetting what to say. So if you want to realize your full potential and become a confident video presenter in seven days, then go to www.confidentvideopresenter.com dot com now this is live and unfiltered right now and unedited and if you were listening you can put any comments uh in the comments section on whatever platform you're on but if you had something to add to the conversation you can actually come and join us you just go to telljulian.com follow the prompts I'll see you come up there in, in the waiting room. Might take me a bit of time to get to you, uh, but you're more than welcome to come and join us and we'll chew the fat on the fear of video and somebody somewhere will get some uh, value out of that. All right, let us meet our guest. Welcome, Kate Wotherspoon. Thanks, Julian. <laughs> Right. So, so Kate, this has been been terrific. I mean, you've been in different um, uh, groups in the new video professionals, and yeah, floating around on the different platforms, and we've been connecting. And uh, yeah, you know, you've you've over the last couple of years, uh, you know, really taken this whole video thing by the horns and just you know using it. So I'd I'd love to know some of you know the the early Kate and what the early Kate thought and what the new Kate thinks. But before we get there, I mean, who the heck are you? What do you do? Gosh, I am a grief therapist and I help people unravel their grief to rediscover joy. So, and to know that grief is a natural part of life. And I've been so busy over the last few years, it's been overwhelming actually so video has been amazing for that as well right so let's just um unpack that grief counseling uh, a little bit more i mean typically who are clients what are they going through i mean i think i know but maybe you should spell it out for me okay well um i have a lot of clients who are divorced who want to know how to separate well i i do that and also how to parent while getting divorced as well, and how to um, talk to their children about um, what's going on, that it's not the children's fault, that it's actually the parents that are going through this, and the kids will always be loved. But um, it's death, of course, and uh, I see a lot of clients who have 
had their children die or parents die or siblings, uncles, aunts, whoever. So um, it's like unpacking their grief and knowing that um, the grief is a natural part of life and that what they're feeling is okay and that they're not pushed along by well-meaning families and friends. So it's like don't don't step out of your grief to please other people. I didn't I just thought uh, in a very simplistic way uh, that uh, grief equaled death and uh, you know that the idea that you're talking to people about divorce and and parenting uh, that's new to me. Yeah, but it's also you know losing a job as well. So um, you know grieving over the loss of a job that you absolutely loved and you've been retrenched or even um, retired because that's your that's who you are. That's your identity is being that person. That's why I'm never retiring. But it's you know that person who is the CEO or the factory worker who has been working for the last 55 years and they grieve they don't only lose them their job they lose all the friends they lose that routine that going through every day um you know getting up getting dressed going to work doing their job um talking to their friends and having lunch and talking to their friends so they've got a great community around them and um also what did so i think? tell you i'm just going to jump jump in there and it's i when i just said to you it was i was surprised it was about uh you know work and and parenting i'm just going duh uh, and that's what i talk about like part of my story is that you know i spent 25 years as a documentary cameraman, and I and and I walked away from it uh, at the top of my game. I, I willingly walked away from it, and I remember the moment I made the decision. Is I was sitting on my kitchen bench upstairs here, and I decided that no, I'm I'm going to make this big change. And I remember crying, and I just cried and cried and cried. And and I tell people like I tell this in my keynote speeches is that what I realised is I was mourning. I was mm. mourning the loss of my identity. I was mourning the, you know, the person that I had, had become and I, had, I knew that I had to leave that behind and then I had to get this out of my system for me to be able to move on to this next phase of my life. Uh, so there you go. I'm just connecting the dots as, as we're, we're going here. All right. It, it's all coming together. Yeah, that's right. But it's so much more uh, moving, people moving, immigrants, people migrating from other countries, they're mourning their country. They have no idea of what Australians are about or what Australia is about. And they really feel the loss of family, friends and culture. So and it's extremely different in Australia. And I think I found that out because I used to be a teacher as well. And I, one of the things that I used to teach were new immigrants and teaching them how to, just how to bank, how to, how to phone people. That was a big thing. How to shop, just the normal everyday stuff. 
that we take for granted it's like they're in a new they're in a new place have no idea and people because they have an accent as well people are very very um frustrated with them when they serve them in you know in the shopping center so and new money so it's all just it's so so different and then okay. finding friends and groups out here connecting people and i think that's my big thing that i absolutely love people sharing their stories to be able to connect with others all right now okay so let's let's bring this round to where the video comes in so with yep. what you were doing at what at what stage did you go you know what oh, i reckon maybe i could use some video to you know uh, help this along um well i never because i'm an extreme introvert that but always wanted to be an actor so <laughs> but it's like you can, as an actor, you can, you know, put a character on and act as that character. So um, it was COVID that actually did it, believe it or not. Because <laughs> I, you know, we were all in lockdown and I went, there goes my business, I can't do anything. And, but everyone was so generous during lockdown. I met so many wonderful coaches doing things for free on um on zoom calls and things like that it was through facebook first and i loved seeing their videos and then we'd have a zoom call and having chats and all that and i thought oh this isn't too bad at all i i love i love talking believe it or not <laughs> but it it wasn't too bad and then uh one of the coaches we she had um a hundred women a hundred female uh, business owners on for a lunchtime, just a chat and information. And she sort of said, why don't you do Zoom with your clients? And I thought, but it's not, it's not the same as in person. Like you can't see every part of their body and, um, you know, you can't see what they're doing. They could be, you know, on their phone or something below the screen, things like that. And I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified of doing this. Next day, believe it or not, one of my clients said, can we do Zoom? And I went, oh, okay, I've got to do this. <laughs> it sort of opened up. And then I just offered it to all my clients and they, they went, yep, we'll have Zoom. And then I, um, like Jane Anderson, who we both know because I found you through Jane and she, um, she had a free weekend of doing things and, uh, you, I don't know where you came into it, but somehow I found a, one of your courses and I love your short courses. So I did that and I thought, yeah, I can do this. So now everything I would, I used to love writing, like I still love writing, of course, but for anything like emails or answering texts or things like that, I do videos because it's like when I'm writing to someone, what mood are they in? What tone will they take this? How, you know, how will they take this? Whereas if they see me, 
it's like they know exactly what I'm saying. And then, you know, they they generally email back and say that was great and, you know, it was really good to see you talk and tell me about um, what I need to know. And it's usually, um, you know, even clients, that uh, people who aren't clients yet, they'll send me a um, an email to say, Kate, I'm too scared to pick up the phone. You know, I want to, I actually want to meet you. I need counselling. I need this. This has all happened to me. And I usually get, you know, 10 paragraphs of what's happened to them. So then I know a bit about them. And then I get on video, I do a video for them and just say, you know, you've been through a lot and they see who I am and get who you know what I'm like that my personality and that I can joke sometimes I'm different in that way because it's not all serious because I remember I did my training and it was like everybody had to be solemn and you know oh wow yeah oh mm. but it's you know I'm me and I'm authentic and they can see me as this person that when they walk into my office they go, oh, Kate, how are you? And they sort of know that they're getting me, not, you know, pretty pictures or perfect videos or, you know, it's just, it's me. So that's why I love video now. And now I've totally forgotten your question. Oh, the Zoom. That's right. <laughs> how did I start? Yeah, no, but, but just to pick up on what what you're saying. I mean, you've made so many points, and you know, on that that last one, to to you know, like, what's the value of of using video? I mean, I think you articulated that beautifully. Because there's one question I think everyone just you know needs to ask about you know, would, is this for me? Just ask yourself this: Would I be more effective if I looked my customer or colleague in the eye? And if yeah. you answered yes to that. Video is just brilliant, and it's and, and it's like you said, it's it it's sometimes you you um, write, sometimes you use video. It is now just part of our toolbox of skills that we you know um, do use in our professional life. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. and if, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, go I, go on. I'm, I'm, okay. <laughs> um, I did this thing because I. Went to like I go to F45 every morning, six days a week, which is the crazy gym stuff that where you go to the gym for 45 minutes, do all different stations, they tell you what to do, and you end up a hot mess. So after that, I used to do a minute after the gym because for me that was like meditation. And I, um, I had all these ideas in my head and I thought, I don't want to sit in the car and type it up on my computer. So I'm just going to talk into my phone. So I did this, just what I was thinking about while I was in the gym and it only took a minute and I put it up on stories. Everybody loved it. I got such high ratings or yeah, um people talking and dms and you know how do you do this and why do you do this and that thought that you said you know it was amazing i've never thought about that and i thought if i wrote that down i wouldn't have gotten that 
sort of sentiment out either. I would have been thinking, oh, is this right? Did I actually feel that? And then it's sort of the feeling sort of goes afterwards. Whereas I just sat in my car with my phone in front of my face and just went, good morning, it's minute after the gym. And so, <laughs> and then talked. And I've watched the counter go to one minute, sent it off into Instagram land and people loved it. So and what criticism have you ever got, if any? None. It's really weird. And that's <laughs> why I was terrified of video because I'm an old lady, like I should be retiring, but I'm an old lady. I thought, oh, I'm going to get these things off. You've got wrinkles. You should wear makeup. Your hair's grey. Why don't you colour your hair? All that sort of stuff. And it's like I've never had anything like that at all, which is really weird to me. <laughs> yeah, and and they, and, uh, and that is the insight and awakening people have when they finally get on and do it. They go, oh. It's not what I thought it was going to be like. And they go, oh, I should have been doing this a long time ago. But you don't know what you don't know, which is why I love coming and having these, these conversations like this is that somehow, you know, people can just get that insight and you go, you know what, I might just dip my toe in the water. Do you know what? I, I, I just wanted to go back. Uh, you know, we're saying that, uh, you know, video is great because people can get a better sense and, and a feel of who we are, the tone mm. of the message. Do you know the term faux intimacy? I think so. Is that like you get an idea of the person before and you get... Well, you, it's like faux, yes. yes. Faux intimacy is is that if we read something, we, uh. Are, we are speaking that their words. If someone gives us a message, we read it and we speak it in the mood and the tone that we think that they are sending it in. So yeah. if we think they're a little bit 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 angry, that's it colours that that whole message. And that yeah. is one of the beautiful things about video is you just turn up and people go, oh, smile on the face. Oh, I, I, I get where this is coming from. And yeah. oh. you can shorten the conversation cycles and sales cycles and everything so much. You go, oh, I'm clear about yeah. where, where this is coming from. Yeah. Let alone, let alone... If you then flip that and you have to write that um, conversation, you know, like, and we go back and we rewrite the second paragraph and go, oh, yeah. they got no, and you change it. And then 25 minutes later, you hit send where you can do a video message and it takes 60 seconds and they've got everything because, because how do you write, oh, I'm not sure. Mm -mm. Like it's, it's hard to write that, but you know exactly when, when, when you see that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I just want to, um, we've got um, uh, Mary B, uh, uh, who's watching, is really, um, you know, jumping into this saying, yeah, you're a teacher with a heart full of compassion there. Um, yeah, a super important uh, uh, topic. And uh, Chris, Chris Bogue from um, uh, Chicago is uh, tuned in as well. Chris, Chris is wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, he and he's saying it. Yeah, he's really uh, looking forward to this topic because I mean, Chris, uh, Chris teaches uh, comedy and sales and using video to 
you know, um, um, make more yep. engaging sales, you know, uh, content. But he's a real sensitive guy. He's really interesting. Uh, and he's that, yeah, yeah. So that's that's great yeah. having them along. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Now, where, so, okay. Uh, when you've used video just in, in like doing Zooms and, 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 and that, have you used video elsewhere? Uh, I well, I do Instagram. I I did um, like during COVID on Facebook. I did um, what was it called? Connection Cafe, it was called, and I just I sort of just rambled for about twenty minutes. I and it wasn't that was live actually. Yeah. Yeah, that was live. But yeah, I. So let's just. No, I'm going to jump in there. Yeah. Let's talk about that live experience because yeah. one of the things is that people go, well, how do I get started? And one of the things I recommend is that you go into your Facebook business page now and do a live into your Facebook business page. Why that? Because no one ever looks at a Facebook business page anymore. <laughs> Facebook doesn't promote it. So the chance of, of anyone, you know, more than a few people seeing it, um, is very unlikely, but it also, because it is real and it is live, then it's not practicing because people go, oh, I'd like to practice video. I go, no, no, don't practice video. Jump yeah. on, on live. So how was your experience when you went on live? Terrifying because that's, I thought, because um, it was during COVID as well, and I thought, oh, I hope nobody turns up. I really hope nobody turns up and I can just say my 20 minutes or half an hour about this subject. I really hope nobody turns up. And then friends turned up and I thought, oh, no, I don't want anybody watching this. But they'd ask me questions. They were lovely. And I can't look back at those videos because it was so, I was so in my own head the whole time, whereas now I'm more present with people, you know, more if I did a live now and there was a person there, I would be more confident about being there as well. So I could not look back on those because I just think they would be, oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> Very human. I mean, it's such a human thing. Yeah. No one. I mean, I don't particularly like looking back at my stuff either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just got it. Um, so I'm just gonna, Chris Bogue has just put in here, and normally I'd be able to put these comments up, but with Ecamm mm -hmm. that I use, they don't pull in the LinkedIn comments, and that's where. Yeah. So unfortunately, I could put them up and we could talk about them. But Chris was saying that social media completely changed my grieving process. When a friend dies, I spend some time reliving our moments together, and I send them a message how lovely you know what that is just the most beautiful thing to do and that's why I think um social media is amazing now and that's where friends step into people's lives like that they you know you're talking to a person who's died you're remembering that person and I do that myself because um my sister died in 2018 and she was only 56, so a lot younger than me. But I still go on her Facebook page or I messenger her as well. It's still live. 
but friends step in and they say no you're not getting over it you should be over it should be past it and then they state the five stages of grief which is and the five stages of grief elizabeth kubler ross actually made those well noticed the those things because she was a doctor in a um hospice in a hospice and she noticed that all the people who were dying went through this and then it got skewed into um into the five stages of grief and you have to go through this you have to go through that and and that's what people know so that's what they want to put you in a box for but yeah social media is amazing it really so really is Chris followed on with a, 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 he said, it's more comfortable to me than waiting in line to say my goodbyes at a funeral. I go through and read our conversations. I look at our photos together and then say goodbye. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, that brings me to tears, you know. And, yeah, I love, do you know what? I love what I do now because I do do, um, like, the videos for Instagram and talking about grief and what you can do and how you can share your grief with other people to make it more natural and more normal in life. So um, the past few weeks I've been getting a lot of DMs through Instagram going, thank you so much, Kate, for your videos because I turned up to a, um, a gathering somewhere. She didn't know this woman and she was just saying hi to everybody. And um, she, this woman that she met said, oh, hi, and, you know, natural conversation is, is your partner here or, you know, do you have children or whatever? And she went, well, my partner died two years ago. And this woman said, I didn't divert from that. I asked her about her partner and how she was going and things like that. And I thought, you know, that woman would have been, so pleased that somebody actually recognised that her partner was alive and on this earth and that she could share her story about her partner. So this is, yeah. this is opening up so many different ideas here about new ways to use video. And this, this is an area that, 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 that I haven't gone down. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Chris, Chris Bogue was also saying he's been digitising his grandpa's old videos from the 1950s and 60s. And yeah. you know when you put your when you put your story out there, part of you lives on forever. But rather than me, rather than me telling you about that, um, <laughs> why don't I let Chris tell you about that? Let's yes. say hello to Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, it's been a while. We were doing sketch comedy the last time we got together. Some, some, something like that with with uh, multiplying bananas, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We we I do a lot of crazy comedy, but yeah, I been I love this topic. I thank you for uh, letting me join. And yeah, it's it's funny because I do comedy, and a lot of the times I'm teaching people who've never done comedy before, and they say, "Well, I'm not funny, you know." But I'm funny when I'm around my family and friends. If I'm if I'm just around being natural, that's when I'm funny. And I'm like, yeah, that's the version of you we have to get on video. And when you go back and watch old Christmases, old birthdays, 
you know, it's eight millimeter film, so it's three and a half minutes long. I can't, there's no soundtrack, but they're laughing and they're in their element. And that's, that's when you're the most you. And it's like, that is the joy. And like, you see all these people who I never met, my great grandparents, I never met them, but there's my grandpa and grandma or my great grandpa and great grandma, you know, plain as day. I can see them. It's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. It's awesome because my brother is actually doing that with our parents' uh, old videos and because dad was into everything technical back then and we've got all our videos and um, photographs and things like that and it's just amazing and also to see how you are in that situation and all all the relatives that you didn't know. It's like we were going to a and, wedding. And my mom, her, my, I got to see my mom, you know, learning to crawl and learning to walk. And like, she was the youngest, you know, she had three older brothers. So of course her dad had the camera on her all the time, you know, you get to see her growing up. And um, I was just, I, I was just blown. Away. They were just sitting in a tin in the basement. You know, there's about 60 reels and um I don't know. It's just, it's such a window into the past. And I'm like, I teach people to do the short video. My thing is like, I tell people that, you know, your videos, if they were shorter, they, you'd probably get more people watching them. And it's like, I thought I was doing something new. And I'm like, no, that's like, you watch the eight millimeter film every five to 10 seconds, it jumps. Cause they were trying to get as many shots as possible on one reel of film. And like, I'm a comedian. So like, I can't help but notice the camp the it has a light on the camera that's so bright. And the funniest part is they put it in every single person is like, just like they're all just blinded by this light. And it's like, it's this real moment. It's, it's completely unrehearsed, but everybody's funny when they're not trying to be funny. And just funny. Like Christmas morning, every single one of the kids just like, the, the funny things too, about that, Chris is that, you know, like now that, you know, the big mantra is just be natural on camera, be yourself, be authentic. Back then, and I remember my father doing this to me in exactly that situation. It was do something funny, do something yeah. silly, you know, and, and so completely the opposite. Uh, yeah. These, yeah. These, I, these are great points you're bringing up. I, I hadn't yeah. considered that, that with the Super 8, which, which I started out on, but that's right. We tried to cram as many different shots in as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. Yeah, and my whole family stayed in Chicago all our lives. So it's like I get to see what Chicago looked like 60 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it was a completely different place. And it's like um, my mom didn't expect it's like all the childhood dogs seeing all her childhood dogs again. It's like, oh, that was Heidi. You know, that was like, she told me about her dogs that she had when she was a little girl, but actually seeing them on film was just like, it was so wonderful. And it's like, I got them all in digital format. And that was like my Christmas present is like, everybody got their hard drive and I have them all. It's like a big Excel doc. I have them all organized in chronological order. Plus all the VHS tapes from my childhood. I just digitized the family collection and i like made a video for my nieces i've got nieces who are very young and i told them that like here's the start of the family footage there are mysteries to solve you know half of this footage i do not know when it comes from i tried my best i tried to get it down to the year and the month i labeled it as correctly as i could 
But you know, if you if you want to do more work on this, you certainly can. And if you want to like hand these reels off to like a nice video company, they can get a much better image than I did. But you, this is this is your starting point. So keep the family footage going. You know, one yeah. of the other things. So, and and I'd, I'd like to know your thoughts um, uh, on this, Kate. Is that I've found when I go back and look at those family movies of me when I was four and five and six and seven, it actually lets me be a little bit gentler on myself because, you know, I can be quite tough on, on myself and the expectations of myself. And I look back and I go, you know what, you were just a kid, you know, like, 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 you know, you, um, you, you know, you were soaking it all in. Um, and you, you were entitled to make a lot of these mistakes, which, which, I think, you know, I can be a little bit hard on, on, on myself, you know, for. So, yeah, there's value in, in, in that as well. Yeah, definitely. Because we are hard on ourselves. We, the self-talk is ridiculous. And our brain's actually wired for that, that it is, you know, hard on you so you do better with what you know. But going back to watching yourself when you were younger, and knowing that you were soaking it all in, you were making mistakes all the time. Like I was always in trouble for something. I did something wrong all the time, you know. So it's, yeah, it's looking at that and knowing that you were this wonderful little kid and then grown into this amazing human being that it's okay to make mistakes as well. Well, yeah. yeah, and, you know, my I firmly believe, too, like, if you did make mistakes, and, like, Lord knows I have, like, video gives you the chance to be like, okay, what's the story you want to tell, you know? Um, you, you don't like the world, you don't like what's going on, you know, you think people are talking about the wrong things, why don't you go talk about the things that are important then? You know, you can, you can always do that, and it's like, um, you know, no one's going to ask you to. You know, no one asked my grandpa to go buy that camera, you know, but I'm glad he did. I'm like, I'm glad he told the story, you know, and it's like, you just, you do it and everybody appreciates. There's, there's famous writers who, you know, they didn't get famous until years after they died, but it's like, they put it out there and it's like, you, you put yourself out there the way you'd like to, the way you're talking, you know, try to do the best you can for your audience. It might not even work this lifetime, you know, 200 years from now, like you might go viral after you're dead. Yeah. And so many, you know, but the problem with what you're saying and, and it, it, it intellectually makes sense, Chris, but people go, who am I to, you know, put out my ideas out there you know like i mean i'm not an authority you know i don't have the experience i'm not a guru people aren't interested and i just think it's worth there's there's a term i use two steps ahead that if you are you don't have to be an, an expert you just need to be two steps ahead of somebody else who is doing what you are doing and you can be of immense value to them because you are empathetic to, you know, you, you aren't so far removed that you've forgotten what it's like to be the beginner at this. And you also um, have access and your thinking is, you know, what's current, where everything is. So you don't need to be an expert for you to show up and just go, you know what, uh, I just want to help you if you're out there, maybe you're starting off, I'm just a little bit ahead Put your stuff out there yeah. and you and you if, will find it'll be like a bit of a magnet 
people will come to you and say, oh, thank you. This is so useful. Or even if you're some idiot. Yeah, that's why I tell people is like, I'm like, do you ever watch TV? And you're like, look at that idiot on TV. I can't believe I'm like, that person probably is an idiot. They just have the nerve to go out there. You know, it's like when you go to the carnival and you're scared to go on the roller coaster. But then you see the little kid who's sitting there going on it. No problem. You're like, ah, oh, guess I got to go. I don't want to get upstage. But it's like if some moron can go out there and talk about nonsense, you can go out there and talk about something important. Right. You can go talk about something that's real. And even if you don't get a million likes, you said something that was real. So, like, what do you have to be ashamed about? You know, and like, yeah, it's, you know, I kind of use that whenever people knock the, you know, how superficial influencers are or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, if complete nothingness can go work out there, like, why aren't you allowed to go talk about something that's important to you, you know, to and deliver it to the people who, who it's important to them, too? And just to underline that point, Chris, Mary B, uh, he said, gosh, this is such a great conversation that we're having here. So, you know, like, and, what, and what, what are we doing? We're just talking about things that are coming into our heads as the conversation develops. It, do, it doesn't need to be a, a masterpiece to put it out there. You just need to show up. Well, yeah, and you don't, I, we don't know what our audience is going to like. And again, it's like, you know, you, you do like... There's all the things, the goofy things your grandpa says, like oh, start splashing each other, you know, the camera's on. But there's these little moments that you see. And like one of them was like my grandma, her 70th birthday, I think, they pulled off a surprise party. Like she did not see it coming. And like we have the footage of like everyone jumping out and yelling surprise. And like she's so happy. She did not expect it at all. The camera pans around. It's all these people that I haven't seen in, you know, a long time. And it's like, yeah, just that one moment is so like that, that one moment means so much to me. And it's like, who cares if there's a bunch of footage that was boring or like whatever, like, you know, you just watch the, you watch the good stuff, you know, but it's like, you, you're not going to know what that is unless you just go out there, you know, you got to do it a bit. And it's like, if you get a couple good moments out of it, what more could you ask for? So, yeah. Kate, where do you think, I mean, just, you know, listening to this conversation, where do you think you could be using video differently or better or more in the future in, in your grief counselling? Gosh. At the moment, I'm doing an online program because of your speaker program that you did, the one that you advertised at the beginning. I did that. Are you, and oh, I sorry, thought, you, sorry, you mean yeah. the Confident Video Presenter Academy? That one? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I just... Yep, that one. Um, yeah, so I'm doing, because you did that, and I thought that was amazing the way you did it. I've learnt EndNote now, and I'm going to be doing an online program for... Um, creatively grieving so I've started I've planned that out and that should be out within the next month hopefully so that's different but I don't yeah it's sort See, of what just sprung to mind for 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 me sorry I know I've got to have mm -hmm. cutting you off <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. but, but but no but what what sprung to mind for me was that if you are in um, you know uh, counseling or, or coaching is that yeah. You would have thoughts, you know, once the session ended and things are percolating down, you just go, oh, is for you to use video messaging like Loom or what, whatever app 
to just record follow-up messages for your, your clients and customers in a very personal way. You know what? We finished and I was just thinking about what you said and, and, and I thought about this. How does this sit with you and just send that to, to them? Do you do that yeah. sort of thing at all? Um, I don't uh, because of um, the therapy that I do because it sort of um, needs to be uh, processed during the week. What we've talked about needs to be processed during the week and it's their process to come back and, um, and then we talk about it, talk about what's happened. So, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. And I was watching Chris nodding when you were saying that. And that's the difference. You see, we've all got strengths and weaknesses. And and, 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 and I'm a teller, like, like I I tell what's going on. And you two clearly on a different wavelength to what, to what, 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 what I am. But yeah, hey, that's the way it is. Yeah, but I tell my clients, like, when I come back, I tell them that in person, like, when, um, if it's, you know, if it's appropriate as well, I'll just say, you know, you stayed with me all week and because of what you said, this and this, you know, may be, may be helpful for you. Or I see something, you know, like um, uh, a TV show or something and I'll just say, you know, this reminded me of your situation. Maybe it's something you might like to watch and see the process of that. So, yeah. yeah. But I do books, sorry. Yes, I do books, Um, uh, like uh, book reviews on on YouTube as well. So, yeah, I'm using YouTube. I don't know how to think outside the box of video because I absolutely love just doing it. I don't, yeah. So I don't know how to use it any other way that I'm using it until you tell me, Julian. (laughs) So let's just, I I, I just, your presence on camera, Kate, Kate, is really quite wonderful. Um, There's, I mean, you know, uh, uh, you connect, you emote well, you think well, like you, you, you look at the camera, but then you go off and think and you come back. But this is also, I, 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 you're, you've just got a light on you there and you're just in your, you know, home office setting. Yeah. Where, how, yep. how did that start? Like, uh, um, what was the first image like compared to the image that, that you've got now? Uh, I was in my dining room in the darkness, basically. <laughs> um, are you talking about how I showed up on video? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm just in the sunlight here. This is a sunset over there. So it is lit. I, it is lit by me. So I, I do not. Oh. It is uh, not as well lit over by me. <laughs> oh, what? How? What time is it, Chris? Too late. Too late. <laughs> you should be too late. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a night owl, and it's like yep. I love late night live streams so yeah and it's like i heard the show i heard there was an invitation to come in this is like a topic i have like lots of feelings about and like this is not stuff i necessarily talk with other people about a lot but it's yeah. it's actually been a very big thing to me and actually as a a grief counselor i'm actually interested to hear your thoughts on i know i read this in a study somewhere but i, I can't mm-hmm. cite you what it is mm-hmm. but someone explained psychologically that when um a random person who you didn't know very well dies, sometimes it's much more 
like surprisingly disruptive to your psyche than like, like, you know, all my grandparents are dead and they went through a long period of time of being sick. And like when somebody is sick, you start mentally preparing yourself for like what life is going to be like when they're not there. When it's somebody like for, for one, it was like, uh, and like this, this is where my ritual started of, of going through and reliving our conversations, sending the message. One of them was like, uh, I was in my early twenties, my roommate's girlfriend, he dated this girl for only a couple months and he slept in and she always woke up early and we would have coffee together. You know, we would sit there out of the TV on, we'd make extra coffee and we would sit there and we would talk and have coffee. And then they broke up after two months. And then like a year later she died. And I was just like completely like, I don't know why it hit me so much harder, but it was mm -hmm. just that feeling of like, Oh, you had a little bit of a connection. Now they're gone. And yeah, that was the thing where it's like you, we'd made some small talk. I did that. And then again, it's like I, I just kind of, you know, the funeral, I always felt like you're sitting there like genuflecting and everybody's sitting there looking at their watch waiting for you to be done. And like what I can do now is like I just wrote her a message and just being like, hey, like, I can't believe this happened to you. You know, it was like, I'm really glad we got to have those morning coffees together and like, you know, um, and I always start too. I'm like, Hey, this is a message for Lexi. If somebody's reading this on her behalf, this is really just intended for her. Um, but yeah, just being like, Hey, I appreciated that. And I'm sorry you had to go and I miss you and like, goodbye. But yeah. it's yeah. Hmm. Yep. That would take me half an hour to explain for you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm gonna take control back on my Exactly. <laughs> no, that's the topic. It's on topic. It's wonderful. It no, it's it's it's, yeah. it's beautiful. But yeah, I you yeah. I think you're gonna have to have a uh, a one on one with Chris and uh, walk him through that there. No, this but again, this is the grieving oh. process. They, oh, they they said to me, You you have to grieve somebody as as hard yeah. as you love them, especially if it's like a family member or something like that is it's just like a yin and a yang kind of thing. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to, I've got to get your contacts because I want to talk to you on my YouTube channel, Conversations with Kate. I would love that, yeah. That would be great. Yeah, thanks. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Julian, now Bless, go. No, no, it's, 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 it's great. But, but what, but, so what I want to know from you, Kate, is that if there are others out there listening who are wonderfully mature imperfect, oh. fragile humans stumbling through life and they're going, oh, they just haven't got over the line to showing up on video, what would you say to them? Just do it. Like my mantra is have a go. Have a go. Really enjoy it. Like it is fun to do. It's terrifying when you first do it, right? <laughs> Absolutely terrifying because you're looking at like it's usually my phone and it's like, I've got crow's feet, I've got all the lines, I've got, you know, the the face sagging and all that sort of stuff. My hair's grey and all that. But then when you get past that, you get past it. It's just, and then the editing, you're just watching to edit, not watching going, oh, that was terrible. You know, it's like, oh, that doesn't fit into that conversation. But it's just do it, just have a go and do it and do it and do it and do it until it becomes natural. 
because it it won't become natural if you do it once and you go oh my gosh that was absolutely terrible and don't it make the, terrible. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't make the first video message that you send to someone be after they've died like i mean this idea yeah. and I, th I, th I think this is a wonderful idea that, that you know um chris has um, um got us on to here uh yeah but send them a message before that like like well, that that would be yeah. even better yeah. well that's Ooh. right but my thing yeah. is like would you come to my funeral if you if i died next week would you make time for my funeral and they go yes well why not make time for coffee let's have a coffee and we'll just have an hour that's the time of the funeral that's let's have a coffee so <laughs> oh geez. Yeah, have I, you had, oh, oh, will, oh i got goosebumps to. down the arms when you said that kate <laughs> Well, do you have time for my funeral? Yes. Then why don't we have time just, for coffee? Ooh, here's yeah. here's the greatest. So the uh, one thing I've learned, and one thing I'm I'm telling everybody: if you want to leave a, a video gift for your ancestors or whatever, one say the name, say the date and time. Like if, <laughs> if I'm leaving a video message, I'm like, hey, I'm it's me, Chris. You know, this is March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. I just say it in there. And one thing I've learned: I tell everybody: if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent. If you are uh, taking a video of like a grandparent, a grandkids like communion or school play or school concert, a good trick to do is while you're waiting for it to start, open up the program and videotape yourself flipping through the pages and you'll have a record of every single person that was in the show. And uh, that was something, it was somebody who recorded some of the footage did. It was like some of our, the church stuff we did. I'm like, oh, that was such a nice little trick. And again, it's like me, like archiving it in the future. I'm like, what a handy little thing to like, it says in there exactly the date it was. Here's a list of every single person that was in there. I can see my grandpa and also his friends, you know, yeah. and like that made my job as an archivist way easier. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so useful, um, Chris, yeah. because what, uh, so not only is it just people resist showing up on video, people resist shooting video because they don't want, people to say oh that was just rubbish that was just garbage but people don't shoot because no one's ever told them in a simple succinct way about this is all you need to do here's a collection of shots that that you need and in that situation that's that's a great thing if people just you know um what i've always wanted to make is a simple little app on a phone that just had you know, you'd go, what situation am I, am I my kid's sports game? Am I at my, you know, uh, kid's concert at school? And you tap on it and it goes, here's the five shots that you, you need to get. Just get mm -hmm. those and then, then don't worry about anything else. You've got them. And in the future, you can put them together. But, you know, you can't make history repeat itself. You've, mm -hmm. you've got them. And that's a great one to put in there, Chris. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you only need to be good for 30 seconds and again it's like i digitized all of it not all of it's great but sometimes it's like it's the same thing as it is today if the lighting is good you know if like the camera's up on the subject and they are well lit sometimes all of a sudden i'm like that is my grandmother and she's mm -hmm. younger in that shot than i am now and like yeah there she is getting ready to go to like her son's communion and there's the dress she was wearing and like wow, that was, you know, she died in 1997, you know? So like, 
it's good to see her again and again it's like you see they they're younger than you and it's like they're full of all this you know youthful optimism and um you know you and uh, again it's like even even like looking at my grandparents uh, my my grandpas on the both sides of the family they would sit there at every family party together and just sit there and laugh and talk about stuff and just seeing them in the background you know it's like um again you don't really need much and if there's a retirement if there's uh you know uh weddings things like that if you just have that and it's just you know a couple seconds here and there of their life on a bike on vacation at the you know baseball game at the, like it's it's really beautiful and it's like you don't need that much you don't you don't need to sit and watch all my terrible band concerts from fourth grade they were bad you just need the part where they introduce every single kid in the band you know and like you get to see all your old friends holding their trombones and stuff uh, so apparently Mary B is telling me that I'm not a genius. She said, my daughter has an Apple app that does that, that um, oh. you pick the kind of movie you're making and it tells you what pose to do and, and or it, everything. So there you they go. stole your idea. You got to sue them. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey guys, um, I've got to bring this to a close. I'm sorry. I've got a commitment mm-hmm. at, at four. Hey, Chris, been wonderful to okay. see you really Appreciate you jumping on and bringing your your insights. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say good good goodbye, Chris. Yep. Thanks. Okay. And Kate, you just oh, hang on, let me go back. I'm going to bring us back there, Kate. Oh no, Kate's gone as well. <laughs> it's just me. I'll just uh, I'll finish this off by myself. There I am. Uh, oh wow. Hey, that was it. I really enjoyed that that conversation. So if you've got something to say, but you're struggling to show up in video and say it, and if you want to better communicate your vision, your business, your mission, then I invite you, yes, to watch my on-demand free video masterclass. In it, I show you exactly how I use video to win trust, authority, and clients, and how it has become wonderfully easy for you to do it too. And To access that, just go to www.confidentvideopresenter.com. Thanks so much for being part of this. Uh, uh, I've had a blast. And, yeah, we'll see you uh, next time. Bye-bye.